Xbox Live. Here we go. Hey, Shotty G, though. You already know, though. Rocking with, though. The B side, though. Nah. You see it, though. Get to it, though. Yeah. break that real quick i'll say this here's the reality that a lot of rappers need to just they need to come to terms with i think a lot of rappers as much as they want to talk about major labels and the pit of them a lot of rappers not be in the wild and fend for themselves and you know because they've been relying on they've been on the tit of fucking major labels to. you know yeah. and radios and playlisting and all this you know, all these things hey, look at my pen. And, and and getting these huge advances the that it's scary Facebook going out into live. the wild and being like i gotta do everything myself and the money might be uh the money not be as much but it comes in more often mm-hmm. so yeah hey, up man, front up? the label might give you more Shamika, what's good? That's one check I in that whole year. You told, you, I'm telling you, you said, Steve, you said, yo, Steve, I'm eating during the pandemic. The checks are coming in. You you, oh, yeah. you eating during the pandemic. No problem. No problem. The pandemic my shit, was in a state No, that's why I, like, feel, I, I do feel, um, damn, I feel like, like y'all are fucked up and this is crazy because that shit is definitely a 
affecting and and when I'm talking I'm talking strictly artists. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely affecting y'all. But I'm like, I can't I can't necessarily feel bad for these artists that are fucked up during the pandemic because y'all wouldn't be fucked up if you own something. And my shit is all my shit has gone up. Y'all see what time it is. Shout out to Russ. Shout out to Steve Stout for dropping that game. But y'all heard the voice in the background. While we get to it, y'all know what time it is. It's none other than your brother, Mr. C-A dollar sign I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E himself. Y'all know what y'all tuned into. The most innovative and the most creative show on the planet. It's called The B-Side, goddammit. And I am your host, your creator, and your producer of this thing right here. And I got none other than my special guest today, Mr. Hit After Hit. Y'all see him right over yeah. here. Mr. Woo! Johnny Cabello Why himself. No, I'm talking about. Oh, you went back. Hey, you man. Went back. Listen, listen. I've been doing my research, brother. I've been ready to get you over here. You feel? Okay. So, 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 so. Now that I got you, let me give you the proper introduction once again. Y'all got right now on y'all tube, on y'all phone, whatever y'all looking at this show at right now one of the most influential people in the music scene of Atlanta, Georgia. So if you had some of the some of your greatest memories of some of the dopest songs coming out right here from the South, then this is the man right here who is important and influential behind those memories that you having right now. Mr. Hit After Hit, Johnny Cabell himself is in the building. Now that I gave yes. you the introduction, I wanted to give you my brother because I have to salute a king when I got him on the screen. Hey, so, that's respected. Well respected. Well respected. Yes, thank sir. you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, hey, listen, I'm excited to be on the show. Um, it's always a pleasure when I'm on any platform that's allowed me the opportunity to, sh to share the success and everything that I have done within the time frame that I've been in the music industry. And I always tell everybody uh, when I'm talking and I'm interviewing with people, I feel like sometimes I'm one of the most underrated person that have done so much because my catalog is long. It's long. And I can honestly say like, it's been like 21, going on maybe like 21, 22 years I've been in the game and I'm still here. I'm still relevant. Um, I still got some of the top best groups and artists that's out here. I'm making a lot of moves. God been good to me. I've been getting blessings on top of blessings. And I'm still getting a bag out here. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come hey, on. Come what on. person like? Let's keep it, let's keep it 100. It's very few that you could say been in the game as long as I've been in the game and that's still relevant. Yes, sir. Number one, still I'm making money. Number two, and still get hot artists, and everybody's fucking with him. You see what I'm saying? So on, it, it's rare. You know what I'm saying? Now we got some other gatekeepers that's out there, but it's rare. It's yes, rare that you find somebody that's bringing all that to the table. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know yes, what I'm saying? So yes, you know, I, 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 I just, I, I thank God every day for just all the blessings that He's throwing upon me. And I just I just give thanks to the most high just for being able to be in a position to help people. Come you know on, what I'm saying? Man. Like 
I don't smoke or get high in anything, but my high is when I'm making these artists millionaires. Well, I'm making millions and millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying, with these artists that's out there. Come on, man. You know, I get high off that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give it back. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you do your interview, do your job. I ain't gonna talk to hey. you. I'm a mister. You know what I'm saying? Listen, 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 listen. Nah, nah, bro, nah, bro. Talk that talk because listen, everything that you saying is official, like a referee whistle, and I know that to be true. So yeah, I want you to say what you want to say because this is an exclusive. This is. Part one, because I'm this. We got to continue this thing for well, part you gonna, two. You feel you, me? It's gonna take you part one, two, three, <laughs> four, and five with me. It's a lot. I cover. I cover a lot. You know what I'm saying? But just for the people that's tuning in that may not just be aware or fully aware of who Johnny Cabell is or what I have done of mm-hmm. where I came from, mm-hmm. you know, um, my I started in this game back like in like 99 you know what i'm saying so um before i even got my big break i was doing my thing with a group called esc my brother was a part of that group and this artist by the name of q dirty snare like he he was real dope real dope and everything and we had this song called uh know that and it was crazy you know what i'm saying i was saying Look on that and everything. Yes, sir. But um, I used to be an artist before I actually started. I used to be an artist, but you know, say I found my niche being behind the scene, and I got into the business part, and I started working with these group uh, managing, and uh, then I wound up looked up, started doing booking, and we're doing bookings before I even knew I was doing bookings. Come you know on. what I'm saying? But I go back. You know, I was dealing with Matt Breezy. You know what I'm saying? And I, I had a partner. Shout out Matt Breezy. Yeah, Matt Breezy. I had Matt Breezy from the beginning. Hey, the, man, she was on the show. We done had her here on the show, man. You Matt Breezy on the show? Yeah, I done had Matt Breezy on here. She coming back, too. That's my partner there, man. Listen, yeah. Shotty yeah. is, is 1,000, man. She, 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 she too legit to quit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I'm working with artists like Matt Breezy, um, this group called Q. Okay. Um, and my brother, which was ESC, also working with um, um, this uh, group called 1010, and we were just out there on the road, just doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? I was just, you know what I'm saying, becoming, I, I, I was paying my dues back then, but right. I was just coming into the person that I am now, which is that Johnny Cabell, but I, I, I came up with the company Hit After Hit, and Hit After Hit stood for, it was Hit after hit, after hit, after hit. Come on you know what I'm saying? Come but on now. Come on I, now. I wind up getting my break with Crime Mob. You know, uh, I wind up getting my break. Yeah, I wind up getting my break with Crime Mob. But, but even before Crime Mob, I also got to give shots out and pay homage to um this group called Trap Squad and Ben Hill Squad. You know what I'm saying? Like all these were underground groups from Atlanta. They were making noise and doing things in Atlanta, but these were groups that I was working with and out there just being hungry. I was like a lion. Come on, you know what man. I'm saying? Come on, so man. I was just doing my thing out here with all the independent groups, but then I, I got my break when um I started working with this group called Crime Mob, and I was already doing booking for Scrappy Trioville and Crime Mob, and the opportunity came 
to where I could manage the group. And, you know, I, I had a decision to pick between crime mob and scrappy and I wind up going with, you know what I'm saying, crime mob and man, I ain't gonna lie. I came in at the time when we was right on the urge about to get this deal with Warner Brothers because they were signed to um, Crunk Incorporated slash BME. They did a deal with Warner Brothers. I came in on the top end of that. And when I tell you, I was like, this is my opportunity. This is my chance. So I was the manager. I was the DJ. I was the security. Come on, man. Booking agent. I told him I wore about five, six, ten different hats. And I wound up, I was working so hard because I was so excited to have this opportunity. I was working so hard that I was like, I literally was working the shit out of my group. I had, I had, see, back in that day, we was doing four, five shows a day, not a week, a day. Like, I, we'll be in a van and I'm running to this city, to that city. You know what I'm saying? We doing this show, we leave, that show going. I was working there so hard, man. They begged their parents. I'm talking about <laughs> literally begged them, was crying, real tears. Please tell them, give us some, we need a break, we need a break. Man, we took a break and ain't never been the same since we took But <laughs> we was just making so much money and doing so much, man, crying my, man, they was like a highlight of my career because I, I, I can't help but to pay homage to them because not only was they talented and gifted, they were some kids that was around the Ellenwood area and they just had this song that would, I'm talking about, we would get banned from clubs because the song was so big, people was killing killing each other. I mean, we weren't promoting violence or, you know what I'm saying, telling people to go do this. It was just the energy that the energy came from the music. Song. Yeah, the music was just crazy. Like we got banned for like five or six different states. Mm. It was crazy. It was crazy. It may be more than that. We didn't know, but I just know that you know what I'm saying. We was we was we was we was knocking them across the head. The stiletto, Rocky yeah. Hills, I beat your ass. Yeah, Crunk Incorporated, the Nucky Buck. Like we had a real show. Like nigga was on their feet from start to end. And then, you know, um, we was at the radio station one day doing an interview with Coco and Moot B from D4L from the West Side uh -huh. found me outside the radio station, gave me this CD, was telling me, like, he was the biggest on the West Side. They had this song called Bet You Can't Do It Like Me. Bet you can't do it like, like I'm right from the East Side. Let's go. And I was, you know what I'm saying, back then, you know, it's like, no east, it was on the east side, west, west, you know. You don't really get caught up on you one of those sides if you don't know nobody. That right, that right, come on. So I, I told my partner about D4L, and he was like, you know, I think my partner is the CEO of that group, which was Shorty Low at the time. Low was locked up. All right. At the time, you know, and man, we started working, I started, we signed now. And we signed them to the label, started working with them. And then Moot B wound up putting this damn song. They, they let me hear this song before he wound up putting it on the CD. But they had this song called Laughing Taffy. I like Laughing Taffy. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That's some candy or some shit. Man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he put that 
song on that damn CD. We didn't, they didn't, they, they, you know, D4L is four street guys. It's four different parts of, you know what I'm saying, of the West Side. You know what I'm saying? So these real killers, real street niggas out here. And they music, the, the, the CD was already done. We promote Bet You Can't Do It Like Me. That's the scene. We impressed up. Back then, you impressed up like 10, 20,000 CDs. Send them out. Come on, man. Man, they make a song on that CD. People call it like, man, it's a song on this CD. Can we play it? I'm like, ain't no song on that CD. Ain't nothing but the instrumental, dirty, clean, and acapella. They said, nah, you need to hit number five, and you're going to hear a song. <laughs> man, that, that, that. Uh, so that was that, a mistake that you did. Not that I actually I gotta get credit with credit due. Moot B put that on the CD without telling. We just pressed up. It wasn't supposed to be on the CD. Man, they played uh, man. Uh, when I tell you Laffy Taffy is a true example of a song blowing up overnight because they saw uh, and the people just went crazy. I talk about they went banana. So everybody, like people who like we had got a lot of flat from that song, like a lot of DJs, especially up north. They weren't trying to play that song. They weren't trying to hear that. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, but the song was so big. This is an example when the people choose something, mm-hmm. you can't do nothing but because once the bit it went when the when the public choose you, there's nothing you can do about it. That's it. I don't care rap. who you are. You That's can't right. deny what the people want. That's right. Man, That's on right. that song, we had to go back, redo the whole album. And that's how the whole little snap thing came about mm-hmm. and everything. Cause they had to adapt to what we what was going on and what had just blew up at that time. You know what I'm saying? So now I got two successful groups. I'm working Crime Mob, D4L, Fabo. Out the group at the time stood out so much. He was doing his thing, and then it got to the point where they were like, they was like, you know, D4L ain't shit without Fabo. They kind of pissed low off right now. <laughs> so people like, man, low, you live in life for real. You do this, you need to start rapping. Man, low, low, man. It took me a little about six months before we did our little uh, one-on-one management deal. Once yeah. we got it popping, it was it was it was history from there. This up. man studio, it was dropping the team that was around low at that time was just it was just amazing. It was incredible to see because it's like he had that light. It's like when you touch somebody and they just got that light. Low was dropping it back to back. I'm the man, done done. Uh, uh, Red Honey Miley, Red Monkey G. I'm talking about the that first album he put together was priceless. We had about six or seven songs on there. So you know, I started working with Low, and then Low took off. And then I, I wind up teaming up with Miss Dale and the Gucci, Walker, Come on. OJ, Come Nicki on. Minaj. Come on. All of that was in my hands. I'm doing all the booking. Dale man, I'm doing all the booking. Dale Tino, we partner. Now, now keep in mind, I already got Crime Art, D4L, mm-hmm. Shorty Low popping, Fabo mm-hmm. popping. Mm-hmm. I'm working with Trivial Scrappy, Franchise. And and shop boys oh. and all the other little groups. I got all this already. So now I didn't got a whole new regiment of artists that I'm working with 
yes. which is right up under me exclusively with with with, with Walker, OJ, Nicki yeah. Minaj, and Gucci. I didn't even know how big I was at that time. That's why when hit after hit was out, it was just like hit after hit after hit after hit. <laughs> I'm talking about the, it's like the world was in my head. Mm. I was so powerful and didn't even know the power that I had. Now so, talk you know, about that. Wait a minute. Let me ask you something. Talk about that right there because I wanted you to get everything out that you wanted to say before I jumped into some questions. Now talk about that, that power that you felt after having hit after hit. Like what was that like? And, 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 and is that a feeling that you feel like you chasing now still? I'm going to be honest with you. The way that I'm set up, I can only speak for me. Mm -hmm. But the way that I am set up and the way that I'm wired, mm -hmm. I was so into my work and my job, mm -hmm. I didn't even realize or even know. So I just knew I, I had money coming out my ass, my ears, all sideways, all type of money. I seen the money. And I seen the million because when I touched my first meal, I'm like, oh, wow, this is what that feel like. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, this ain't me. But, you know, I would just, it was just, a, I mean, when I realized what was going on, that's when I started seeing a lot of the politics that mm -hmm. came into play with mm -hmm. certain things. Because when Lowe had his beef with T.I., mm -hmm. you know, I always say I need to really tell, do a tell-all book or write my book. Cause it's a lot of stuff that. See, I was gonna get know. into that. I was gonna get into it's that. Not, Come on, let's go, let's go. It's a lot of stuff that people don't know, but this is just real talk. Like, low was low a better rapping than Ti? No, but mm -hmm. low was real, and he connected with the people, and the people love. You know what I'm saying? The realness about Low and how he connected with him. And then he just had this, this flow that was in his own lane. So it was connecting with people because they know he lived his life for real. The stuff yeah. that he was talking about, it was real talk. But we had T.I. by the motherfucking ball. <laughs> and if it wasn't for certain people, like that man, that man, we could, I, it's crazy this may sound, and y'all may not believe it, but we really could have ended that man's career back then. But, you know, we have some people that talk, you know, that's when you know it's bigger than just music in this game. Because you start getting certain phone calls. Mm. Mm. And I got them phone calls. And okay. it was like, that shit need to stop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we had, you know, we ended that. You know what I'm saying? We, we ended that beef because... We was about to be on the verge where it was gonna be over with. Because at that time, just at that time, I need for people to understand Low was so hot and he was at the top of it. We didn't want the BT award, all type of award, but he was just so hot. He was so hot in the streets that we had the streets. And when you got the streets, it's like it's like when black people go to vote, this person may be a, a better. He may be a better candidate, but because this other person got the streets and the people going and, and, and he got the black community behind him, hey, numbers, you know what I'm saying? When that our people sense. come out of the numbers, it is what it is. So it just said, no the streets. And that's how we was in a position to where it was, it was, it was, it was gonna be an ugly situation. 
<laughs> okay, now, 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 now. I, I, I don't want you to go too deep into it because, like I say, we got more to get into. But I want to go a little bit more up under that surface and ask you something. Now, when it came down to that situation and how y'all handled it, did you see a change from the industry at that point? Like when he backed off, when y'all backed off from the situation, did y'all see how the industry changed at that point? Yeah. Because at that time, it was other things going on that was affiliated with the whole D4L situation. Mm -hmm. And it was an incident that had happened over in um, over in Bankhead, over in Born Home, the way you know, it was, you know, I don't want to just put too much out there, but uh -huh. Uh -huh. it was just a situation that happened that shouldn't happen. And once again, them powers to be came out. And a lot of people don't know, but D4L, really, we was on the verge of being one of the biggest groups in the country. Come on. We was one, they was on the verge of being one of the biggest groups in the country, but because certain things, like we got blackball, a lot of people know D4L got blackball. We got blackball. And that's why, uh, that's why the whole momentum and the movement of D4L kind of had came to a halt for a minute. And, you know, people like Fable started doing this own little thing. And, you know, stuff just kind of switched up. It kind of, you know, shifted. Because, you know. I wanted to ask you because right after I, I, I saw that Laffy Taffy went into the Guinness Book of World Records yeah. for the most ringtone downloads. Now yes. after such a such accomplishment like that, the the world is the oyster then. You know what I'm saying? Like the sky's the limit. So to hear you say that the black ball took effect, now it makes sense. Because from yeah, that point, we, it's supposed to explode. Major show. Who's on every major show? Yeah. Like your role the big festivals yeah and it was on like 10 major shows they took us completely off they stopped playing the song on the radio and everything like he was fucked up mm. he was fucked up for a minute now, now, that really was... now this is my next question from that point this is when shawty low emerged and became like that 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 face right from that yeah. whole situation now when he became the face from that whole situation this is what i wanted to ask you the situation and the comparison came with him and jeezy now how did that play out you know what i mean from the inside looking out because we was on the outside looking in what what do you mean how did what play out how did that play Which out when people were saying that they sounded alike and then it came to a point to where it was a comparison how did that play out? I mean, we didn't really, it, because Jesus was like, like he got on a little song. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really, we didn't look at it like that from the inside. It was just Jesus, Jesus, low, low. But low, just, low had this, like we looked at low as, like his style was called the slow flow. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Jesus, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Jesus was talking, he was that trap. Jesus chop shit. Low talking the same shit, but we just call his style was just more so looked at as a slow flow. Cause Low had that slow voice, the way that his words and you know what I'm saying his delivery come out, mm -hmm. that's what it was. So from a fan perspective, and that's the reason why I asked that question. So from a fan perspective, that wasn't even what 
inside was thinking about. They didn't even have that yeah. comparison or no situation. Yeah, yeah, okay. we need to look at. So now, let me ask you something. Luck, if you walk, is credited. You like you credited for breaking that record. You credited for breaking a lot of records. So let me ask you something. When it comes to breaking records then and breaking records now, is it a similarity or is it completely different now? Well, let's back up to the breaking record. I'm responsible for breaking my group ah. and getting them to that next level and making, you know what I'm saying, the advancement that we had. But as far as on breaking the record, that went out to the DJs. You know what I'm saying? Like our DJs okay. were the one that was breaking that record. Our label was the one that was pushed, giving that machine and putting that machine behind it where we getting the radio play and everything. Okay. I'm just a facilitator that knew how to move my group and my artists out on the road, how to create new opportunity, how to, you know what I'm saying, get to the next level doing this or doing that. Like, that's me breaking my group. You know what I'm saying? But the DJs and the label, you know what I'm saying? I got to give them credit. That's who actually broke the record. But even with that, it's just about having the right relationships with the DJs. And they seeing the hard work that you putting in as a manager, someone that's in their face 24-7, going to the clubs, you know what I'm saying? Being at these different functions and all that and making sure that they up on their job and doing what they supposed to do. You see what I'm saying? It's like, see, me, I understood the assignment. Uh -huh. <laughs> like the assignment that I knew the more I built relationships, I built the relationships with these people out here, the, the fun they was going to take me and what I was trying to do. Right, 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 right. See, now, listen. I like... I like how you said about building relationships because a lot of people and a lot of artists, it, this show right here is created by artists, for artists. So a lot of artists, when I when I talk, I'm speaking from an artist perspective. So a lot of artists don't see what really goes into, you know, what you're doing right now. So I'm glad you were breaking it down like that. So now when you say breaking a group, Breaking a group and breaking a record is two different things. So I'm glad you, you know what I'm saying, um, made that distinction. So when you break a group, is that hard to do nowadays opposed to breaking an individual? Because you, 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 it was you hard had groups and individuals and you still got that. So yeah, but I, feel like, I feel like it was harder back then because we had to really put in work right now. It's too many pacifiers out here. As far as you got the internet, you got social media, you know what I'm saying? Like now, you don't really, you don't even really need radio to become that star or to break that barrier because you got a lot of artists that are bigger than some of the artists that have radio hits out here. You know, and you know, they call them underground artists, you know, the way they didn't built up a certain fan base because people are really fucking with their music and they know how to have a proper rollout when they are putting their music out and you got streaming. Like, we didn't have all the tools that we have today. We didn't have that back then. You had to get out the guerrilla marketing. Come you on. had to get out go to the radio station, do the promotional. You know what I'm saying? Hit the different market. We call it the chitlin' circuit. Like, I ran my artists all up and down the chitlin' circuit. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the Carolinas. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, all the Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, you had to go 
you had to really get out there and do that. You had to print up CDs, send your CDs to this market, send 5,000 to this market, press up flyers, posters, hire the street team, get with the right DJ. It was a lot of work. Like, it was a work. And if you didn't have the proper team that knew how to move you, mm-hmm. you can find yourself investing and losing a lot of money. I didn't see people with million dollar budgets and never go as far as 285. Oh my God. I didn't see a lot of people lose a lot of money. And they have talented artists, but they don't have the right team together. And that's something I just want to touch on because I I see this happen so much. And it be artists out here that is really talented, has a nice gift, music be tight, but they don't know how to really cross over and get to that next level. They don't know how to go from making a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars to getting five, ten, twenty, thirty, and up. They don't know how to get to that next level. They wind up getting stuck. Come on. They man. get stuck. And the reason they get stuck is because their team is not properly put together. And when I say and, and you heard me say I said team, not yes, just sir. Johnny Cabell, yes, but sir. team. Because everybody gotta be good at what they do and be held accountable for what they do and know how to come together to make the whole situation do what it's supposed to do. Everybody, when people come to me for a service or they come to me wanting me to work with them or manage them, they say, I I want you to do what you did with Gucci or what you did with Nicky or what you did with Carmel or D4L. But what they don't understand is we had a team. It was a system. It wasn't just me. Like, I do miracles out here, but I, I'm not no, you know what I'm saying? I'm only one person. I can only do what I can do for what I am good at and what I specialize in. I'm known for booking. You know what I'm saying? I manage. Yes, I do. But I'm humble enough to say that my booking skills yeah. from a booking point, it's, it's, it's like management is here, but my booking is way up here because that's just my mind is trained. It's like I'm literally train like I'm in the military all my mind knows is how to go get a bag how to go build that artist up to make that money to get that exposure and start making money out of the road see the shows is big now I was doing that 10 20 years ago people went up on that that was more on record sale I was more so I'm the nigga that was bucking on the level time I'm not doing that free show I'm finna go get the twenty thousand dollar show that we got down the road Come on. And y'all trying to give Tab, I just need to come here. No, I'm not doing that. I'm finna go get this bag. Yes, right. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I had the touring locked down and so big back then when it wasn't the main thing that was looked at. So now when record sales not important no more, and now it's all about streaming come and on. show, now the work that I didn't put in and the name that I ain't made for myself and the stuff that I've been doing out here. In the chip and sucking it on the road with these shows. Now I'm at the top of my motherfucking game. Now everybody wanna do what I what I've been doing. That's why I still relevant and it made me even bigger. Come because on, now man. the shit that I've been trying to tell them about a long time ago, now they're like, oh shit, it's about these shows. We gotta go get the bag. Now these artists making money. The money these artists making now is unbelievable. On, it man. used to take an artist them there two to three years before they even could get about ten or twenty thousand dollars. Now it take the artists one to two months, and they get 
Dion's coming out the rip making ten thousand dollars. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like all these like little babies, man, getting five hundred fucking thousand dollars a show. We ain't never seen that type of money back then. Never. This, come on, man. This is a whole new so game, like, man. Oh, so it's like, but, but, my. I balance reason why I'm such a good manager because I got a balance with knowing how to move an artist out here on the road and I know how to negotiate. Yes, and I'm a smart businessman. So bringing them two together is really like, like, boy, it's unstoppable. Like, oh. I was, man, listen, man. <laughs> I, it's so much shit I could pop my shit on and just take, but I don't even do that. I don't do it. I'm the real motherfucking goat out here when you when it comes to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The reason why I got 22 years in this game. It's the reason why I'm at where I'm at. It's the reason why I live the lifestyle that I live. On, I dog. drive the cars that I drive. You know what I'm saying? It's a reason why I have the money that I have. It's a reason. A nigga can hate on me all they want, but they can never take what is in black and white and what's out there. I let my work speak for itself. Tell you know what I'm saying? Though. I hear all the myths about Johnny Cabell. Ah, oh, Johnny gonna charge you off the bill. Johnny gonna charge all this money. Johnny gonna, he gonna take it, he gonna do this and that. But why ain't nobody never fired me? <laughs> why ain't never got fired? Why are people still working with me? Why am I booking all these main artists? Why, on, why am I the one the reason why your artists even getting shows Come or making money. Come on now, talk you know, that talk. Like, yes, sir. like why, why am I doing that? Like, I gotta be doing something right. Am yes, I sir. perfect? No, I'm not. Come you on. know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not perfect, but boy, hey, one thing I tell you, but hey, I, I ain't missed. I ain't missed in a, in a, in a long time. And I, and, and, and I come through. If you, yeah. if you need somebody to come through, Boy, had that bad right and, and, and everything on point, but we finna go to the moon. We finna go to the moon, man. We finna go to the moon. But you know, I mean, I I just see I never had a handout. I never had nobody. I ain't have no label give me money. Yeah. I ain't had no investor come out there and and say I'm finna put two hundred thousand. A lot of these niggas got investors, they got label, they're giving them budgets. They got money they ain't got from the bank. They got trust funds or this and that. I ain't got, I got my shit out the fucking mud. When they say from the bottom, nigga, I'm from the bottom. Free. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got out here and bust my ass and got them, built my relationship, put in the groundwork, put in the work. And I and I told myself I was going to be successful. I ain't let nobody get in my way. You know what I'm saying? I ain't let nobody get in my way. Yes, sir. You know, I ain't let nobody get in my way, but I just understand the game. I understand the system. I understand how shit works. I know how shit's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? But now it's about I tell people, I didn't man, I ain't paid my dude. You gotta have a budget. Come if you ain't got a budget, I'm trying to fuck with you. I'm just being real. Cause you're gonna pay me for what I'm worth. I'm not gonna blow you up, make you all that money, then you and then you wanna walk away. Now I will I will say that I ain't never been fired for no good, but I ain't worked with a lot of people that when they get up there to a certain level or they start making that money, people start getting in their head. People start feeding them all their dreams and stuff. And because they money and they pocket is bigger, they tend to sway them to the other side. 
Mm. Not remembering, I'm the one that was with you in the beginning. Come on, I'm man. the one that was with you in the chipping circuit. I hear, you know what I'm saying? At war with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We grinding. Yeah. I'm putting in the work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We getting, we getting these clubs, these DJs, everybody fucking with your shit. Yeah. Now that you make money, you got the fame, you making money. Oh, now you big head. Oh, now you popping your shit. Oh, you didn't put down about the person that got you there. Come on now. Talk you know what I'm saying? And, and us as a black people and us being in this um in this game and being in this industry, it's sad, but it is what it is. I just learned to adapt to it. And I just, you know what I'm saying, just live with it. But a lot of people, we just let the white man or these big companies come over. Because when the song gets to us, instead of empowering me and saying, okay, then we know Johnny got like one of the biggest booking agencies for our people. Come on. Let's get behind this brother. Come on. Let's make him William Morrison or Live Nation. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Where he's doing all the tour. Mm -hmm. Let's come together and make this powerful. But nah, we want to go give it to the white man. We want to go there. And then when your song ain't hot no more, when you in between albums, and when they can't book you, because they not dealing with the promoters that's out here in the streets, that's in the club, because they ain't finna go through all that red tape and bullshit they take them through. Mm -hmm. Now they want to come back. Damn, so you think you give me a show? Oh, you think you got that? You back out on the road? They no. don't think about They got to come back. <laughs> and when they come back, get what? When they come back, it ain't as sweet as it was when they was first man. there. You did. And then you got, man, listen, man. I, I'm responsible for a lot of shit. Yes, sir. I didn't have people that used to work with me. I, man, I, I, I hate talking like, because it seems like I'm just, I, I want to say arrogant, but I'm not. Nah, I'm, bro. I'm you know what I don't realize? If you don't say what you do, then nobody else will neither. Nowadays, you feel me? Because you got to say what you're doing now. They want to they wanna know. When I was booking, niggas want booking. Niggas didn't know how to reach really these promoters out of town and how to connect with these artists. I was the gatekeeper to how these artists were getting connected with these promoters out there. I'm the nigga that made, what made me who I am. You know you know why I became so big so quick? Because yeah. nigga were getting money. When they book a show, when you book an artist, the booking agent would take a percentage of the artist's money, which mm -hmm. in, that, in reality, it should be like that. Right, right. You know what I did though? I say, fuck that. I'm going to make the promoter pay the goddamn booking fee. I said, because I needed something that was going to separate me from everybody else, and I wanted to get these artists to start fucking with me. Mm -hmm. I told these artists, I ain't going to touch your money. You want 5000 you get 5000 mm -hmm. I'm going to put my money on top. Oh, that bumped them up. So I saw everybody like, oh, you oh, you going to get me? You're going to give me some shows. You're going to have me out of the road, and I ain't got to pay you nothing. You damn right. I'm gonna make the fucking promoter. I started yes, the 10%. Sir. So when it's Black History Month, y'all need to know. Johnny Cabana, the first black I need to tell Soldier I'm the first black person. You know what I'm saying? They started the 10% on top of the goddamn artist money. You know what I'm saying? So Era. I'm the reason. I'm the reason why that is what it is. But I used to have so many people working with me, and I was booking these artists because I had so many. Mm -hmm. But I had a catalog, and I and see what I was doing. 
I was building up my Rolodex. I would literally write down the promoter's number, email address, and they name what market they was in and what club they, they was affiliated with. I would have my people write this shit down. I'm mm -hmm. building this shit. I mean, not many people try to duplicate. They they steal my contacts. They <laughs> took my role today. Now they want to be now they want to be a booking agent. But people get greedy. Yeah. They get greedy. Right. And they seeing all the money coming in. They making their money. I'm paying them a regular at one point when I first started, I'll pay people a regular paycheck. Mm. And they was getting the bonus. And they was making a booking fee off of the show that they booked. It was getting paid three different ways. It was business. I was making over five hundred fucking thousand dollars a month. That's how big, how much money was flowing through my fucking company. Sometimes maybe close to seven fifty or whatever. But because I was, I was the only person that people knew that mm. could book these artists. Mm. So I, I got like 10, 15 people working with me. Everybody sent out their money, but we get greedy. It's like being in the dope game. They see the person making all the money. Now they want to try to rob. They want to rob the fucking cadet. They're going to bring you the fucking goddamn shit. Why right. you don't want Why you want to rob me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, play your position. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. But hey, that's how the game is. So people was like, people started trying to duplicate. Now you got everybody want to be a booking agent. Everybody signed agency. I want to be the booking agent, this and that. I didn't care because I knew. My connection was so strong that, and I and I built my relationship so good, people were gonna still fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? I even went through a show like it was. It got even got like I had people trying to take me out. I went through this shit with this lady named Julie Beverly. Oh man, talk that talk. <laughs> man, at one point, see, when Gucci had started going to jail. Yeah, and that's when I realized. Everything went peaches and cream. Cause before Gucci started going, see Gucci and Gucci needed to tell so I'm the first rapper that went to jail and started this <laughs> get more money when you get out. The Gucci only nigga I know that can go to jail. Get out and be worth more than he was before he went in. Talk that talk. <laughs> Let's go, man. Man, when Gucci was going to jail, man, like and I tell people this all the time too. See, a lot of people thought. And I was managing Gucci, Walker, and these people because I was so dedicated and so passionate about what I do. Mm -hmm. I went beyond what I normally do mm -hmm. because that's how much I believe in what I, the service that I was providing. I never managed any of these people. I was just a booking agent. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I was just a booking agent. It's that Dale trust. Hey, I don't know what happened just then. As y'all see in the middle of his conversation, he blinked out. So he's going to tap back in. I know he's going to tap back in. So why he tapping back in? Let's go to a commercial and I'll be right back. He was talking about little Baby, right? So let's see if we got something to say right quick. Hey, get up, though. Hey, baby, baby. I'm over there. Get you, though. Yeah, baby. Hey, man. Hey, man. was you, though. My bad, though. I see you. I see you shining though. Yeah, okay. I see it though. Can, you want me to get that about you though? I know what. Give me that though. Let me get that about you though. Nah, boy, I will take your motherfucker. Whatever the hell <laughs> For you real? got I, on. I'm just playing though. You know. That's gonna though. catch your shit and beat the fuck up at you. You, yeah, you trying to rob mama dad? No, I ain't, I ain't trying to rob you. I'm trying to be your security. I got you though. Oh, okay. You gonna hire me though? You can do that. Uh -huh. 
I got you though. Secure the perimeter, baby. Yeah, no, no. Hey, back up though. Everybody, back up though. <laughs> I feel like it's enough money in, in a rap game for whoever rap. It sound good and people can buy to it. It's enough money here for it. And so I promote people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the way in time it is now, certain promotion, it could, it, could, it could change a person's life. So then labels are like reach out to people and give them deals or whatever. But they the same deals I could give somebody. Right. So then it's like, I might as well just start me a label instead of just like sending these boys out there just doing come with me on the way I'm doing it. And I'm an artist, so I'm learning it firsthand. Ain't too many artists with like executive mind frame. And that's why a lot of artists don't. Don't do it because they don't even got time to even try to think like that. Mm -hmm. If anybody the artists that do got executive mind frame, it can work and it's worked for several artists. Some artists don't want to be involved in their career right. in that way. Be involved in the business, going and understanding how they recruit stuff and understanding about their masters and understanding who you pay back or how to get paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They just know they're doing their show money right. and they get show money, they get publishing checks. Don't other don't understand the YouTube checks. Don't understand the SoundCloud checks. Don't understand other checks you could be getting that's not just show money. Right. How you gonna collect that money when you're not the one that can sign off on that? Somebody else gonna be getting paid off of that. Right. But if you ASAP, ASAP. So let's do this then. We already, um, this is the 28th, so let's, not next week, but the following week. Let's go ahead and do okay. it like that. Let's do um, the 11th. November the 11th, we'll do part two with you right here on the B-side. Okay, that'll work, that'll work, man. Hey, I just want to send a shout out to you, man. I salute you, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of your show and support, man. You, like, real gonna always recognize real. And I just appreciate the fact of you giving me an opportunity to come on your platform, tell my story, talk about, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the things. And, and, and it's crazy because we ain't even scratched the surface. We ain't <laughs> talked about all the new artists that I'm working with now and all the new ventures and things that I got going on. We just mainly been on the stuff that, <laughs> that got me in the game. Absolutely. Really Listen, yo, 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 catalog, man. Your catalog is so thick, man. Listen, this is why this is why this is so necessary. A part two, maybe a three. You know what I'm saying, like, bro. This is this is family now. You know what I'm saying, like the way the way we kicked it just now, bro. You can't fake that. It's organic. You know what I mean. So it's got to be repeated and and and, and, and trifecta three times, maybe four times. You know what I'm saying, until we get it all the way to where you feel like your story is out right here on the B side, and this is your show from here on out. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So salute to you, man. Uh, definitely a shout out to everybody that tuned in, that checked in from the Facebook Live, from my IG. You know what I'm saying? All my people that support me and that, you know what I'm saying, believe in me. And it's always been there from day one. Man, this shots out to y'all, too, because, you know, I appreciate the love that I get from, 
know what I'm saying, my supporters, my people that really fuck with me, my family, you know what I'm saying, the people that's in my inner circle and all that, like, I, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I want to let it be known. I appreciate that. So, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to them. Hey, man. Hey, man. Without, without the, 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 the foundation, there never a structure can't stand. You know what I'm saying? So your foundation seems like and sounds like it's secure, bro. So salute to you for even recognizing that. One thing about us when we in this industry, bro, we got so much going on. Sometimes we tend to not recognize those that hold us down the most. So, man, I salute you for, you know, like, I know what you do, bro. I know what you got going on. And I salute you for just taking the time out of your busy schedule, man, to come over here to the show as well, man. Like, thank you, bro. And let me give you your salute because every soldier deserves that, man. Like, what you're doing right now, it can't be duplicated, man. It might be imitated, but it'll never be duplicated, yeah, It'll never be duplicated. You right about that. So... I'm like Kanye and everybody else. Give me my flowers now. <laughs> Give me my flowers now. And right. I, I, but before I get off this, man, I definitely, you know what I'm saying, want to give a, a shout out and salute to my man Shorty Love. Rest in peace to him. And also, we lost another great soldier, OG Shanai Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was a good dude. You know, like, Shanai was one of the first individuals that. You know what I'm saying? Gave us a paid gig with my group. And Shanae always broke bread with me, mm-hmm. always supported me, always spent money with me. You know what I'm saying? And we built the bond. He was like a bro. I, like, I looked at him like, how I had my relationship with Lowe? Because he, he fucked with me. And he's he, he was there with me through a lot of years and mm-hmm. a lot of changes. And that man stayed consistent. And I knew if I needed to get some money for one of my artists or if I needed to just... You know what I'm saying? Get some love at the club. I could call this man. That man would do what he do for me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I respect that. Like, it's a lot of people that show me a lot of love and a lot of respect. And the ones that do that, like, I really salute them because, you know, people don't get that type of love out here. Just because you do what you do, that don't mean that people really fuck with you or they respect you. But I got a lot of people that show me a lot of respect that really fuck with me. And I, I appreciate that because, like, even though, like, when I was working with Lowe, like, people was trying to steal Lowe from me. They were trying to take him. That man was loyal. When I say loyal, that man was loyal. Me and Lowe built the bond like we were friends. If I needed something for Lowe, I could go to Lowe. I could go get 10 or 20. If he, whatever I asked him for, if he got it, that man gave it to me. And we shared something else in common because he was there for his kids. See, he had 11, I had 10. I watched him take care of his kids the same way I took care of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that man was a real father, That's you know? Right. He was a real father. And I admired that from him, and I respected that from him. And I respected it even more because he did something that I could never do, and I still can't do to this day. This man can have, well, I tried, but... I ain't been as successful because people didn't have all his baby mamas under one roof and all of them Roses 
why he was really here more so than he did when he passed away because when he passed, it's like he became like really, really famous. Yeah. You know what I'm and I appreciate the support that everybody showing the love he was getting, but we gotta get in the habit of giving people that we know deserve certain things. Like we need to give them their flowers while they're here. We need to acknowledge, you know what I'm saying, the success and the barriers that people have broke we need to acknowledge that while they're here. So, you know what I'm saying, when a person is gone, you know, it's, it it flows better and it's well more respected. You know, right. but I know that's something that's going to, I don't know if it will ever change, but we just need to try. We just need to try. But man, I'm looking forward to part two. I'm looking forward to coming back on the show so we can get into some more things and so the people could know what's going on with Johnny, know about some of the artists that I'm working with now and that I have under my shoulder under my belt. Yes, sir. Know about the ventures and the things that I'm attached to and that I'm dealing with now and know where I'm going, you know, and know <laughs> where I'm going now. So um, uh, I'm looking forward to the part two and getting back on live with you man sorry that, you know had this mishap but shit out hey man listen hey we said it from the beginning bro like like you was already before this even before you even jumped on the live you was already negotiating and brokering the deal so you was out of your element you were supposed to be at the crib but you was in your car so things happen bro life happened as long as you on the grind bro we always gonna make time for you right here on the b side you feel me so hey Thank you, bro. Like, like, like somebody like you that's in the game, that's been in the game, man. Listen, bro, you are a fixture right here on this show. You necessary in our Black history. You necessary in this music industry, man. And I'm and I'm proud and I'm thankful to be able to call you on my phone, text you on my phone, or hit you in your inbox and you respond back. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so we family now. Hey, man. Hey man, hey man, it get greater later then, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Hey, so November the 11th, part two, we will be back with none other than Mr. Hit After Hit, Johnny Cabell himself. Hey, do me a favor before you hang up, bro. Tell them how they can get in contact with you if they want to work with you or if they trying to use your services. Man, if you want to contact me, just make sure you call me correct because I'm telling you, I'm about my business, so I need you to be about your business. Right. But my IG is my name, Johnny Cabell. You can DM me or, you know what I'm saying, send me a message or whatever. But um, it's Johnny Cabell, and that's spelled J-O-H-N-N-I-E-C-A-B-B-E-L-L, Johnny Cabell. That's right. And my um, Facebook is the same, Johnny Cabell. Twitter is J-C-H-A-H. Hey, and don't do like I, I did and mess up the name because he will oh get in your ass. <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's Johnny Cabell, J-O-H-N-N-I-E, then C-A-B-B-E-L-L. That's right. That's right. Hey, man, I appreciate it, bro. I ain't going to hold you no longer, man. I appreciate you November the 11th. Part two, so we can finish doing what we do right here live on the B side with Mr. Hit After Hit, man. Appreciate you, my brother. All right, I'm gone. The next flyer. Hey, send me, hey, hey, we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna go through the pick so we can do the next flyer. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta get, I'm gonna get you another pick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. All right. Peace.
listen, the way we ended that was on a high note. You feel me? Like, Mr. Johnny Cabell, man, hey, man, this brother right here, man, y'all heard what the brother said, man, touched millions a long time ago. And he right here live on the show, coming back to the show to tell y'all some more about what he got going on now. Who the artist is that he got up under his wing now. So listen, man, I'm trying to tell y'all, if you don't see the importance of the B-side, then you're Stevie Wonderblind. You know what I'm talking about? Like, if you're an independent artist, if you're a business, you should be advertising here. If you're an artist, you should be having your music played right here. Matter of fact, you should be trying to get at me. Because I'm very responsive. You know what I'm talking about? Everything is separate insult. Like my man Johnny Cabell said, when you come at me, make sure you come correct. Because I'm about my business. I hope you're about yours. Listen, man, it has been a pleasure, man. Until we meet again, I'm going to end it like this. Make sure y'all tap in this Tuesday at 9 o'clock. And next Thursday at 9 o'clock, we got none other than the realest puppet I know. Shouted Gito, he coming to the show. That's right. He said, Big homie, I'm pulling up and I'm gonna put my little feet all up on the B side. So I said, That's right. He kicking it with us for an hour. So if you're an independent artist, send your music in now to have it critiqued by me and shouted Gito next Thursday, right here, live on the B side. Hey man, I love y'all. You have been tuned in to the most innovative and the most creative show on the planet. It's called the B-Side, goddamn. We up out of here, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we're saying this with our bitch, you know what I'm talking about? Thursday, 9 o'clock. Check your ass in, you feel it. Keep talking cash, get the bag on your ass. Won't be the last. Or like it don't matter. Color to me. They come in all shapes and color, baby. What's up? It's a vacation fee. It don't matter what your color to me. You search around the world and couldn't find a girl. Your dark skin, baby, do it for me. They say the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. She got the melanated skin, Lord knows she the truth. But they ain't talking about that, baby. Do what you can. Since she been doing it all year, she can do it again. Every